Nashville man Anthony Quinn Warner is the person of interest investigators have linked with the Christmas Day explosion in downtown Nashville, Police Chief John Drake confirmed Sunday. Warner, who is 63, is a longtime Nashvillian, what a name, Nashvillian, <laughs> who held several IT jobs throughout his life. Federal authorities are scouring the city for evidence on Warner. Public records show he had extensive experience with electronics and alarm systems. He recently worked as an independent computer technician with the real estate firm Fridrich & Clark. Federal agents searched his Antioch home in the Fridrich & Clark real estate office in Nashville Saturday, and Google Street View images of Warner's home shows a white RV parked behind a wooden fence on the property. A similar RV was at the center of the Friday morning blast on 2nd Avenue in downtown Nashville. His neighbors reported seeing the RV at the home for years. Police said the explosion came from the RV soon after a speaker system broadcast an urgent warning to evacuate the area. Authorities have not identified whose human tissue was found Friday at the blast site, and Darrow D. Busk, a police, uh, public affairs office for the FBI, said Sunday afternoon. He could not provide a time estimate on when the results would be available. It depends on the lab and the evidence, DeBusk told the Tennessean. This case is receiving priority. Police in the area moments before the blast said the speakers also played the wistful 1964 song Downtown by Petula Clark. The lyric about going to the city to seek refuge from sadness echoed down 2nd Avenue just before the blast. The lights are much brighter there. Steve Schmolt and his wife have lived next to Warner for more than two decades. When Schmolt's wife moved into the house in 1995, Warner was already living next door. Schmolt described his longtime neighbor as friendly someone with whom he would make brief small talk before parting ways. He described Warner as kind of low-key to the point of, I don't know, I guess some people would say he's a little odd. You never saw anyone come and go, Smoltz said of Warner's home. Never saw him go anywhere. And as far as we knew, he was kind of a computer geek that worked at home. Warner had placed lights and security cameras outside his house. Warner would do a lot of work in his yard. A tall antenna is placed prominently on the side of the house. As Smolt said, Warner built the fence around his yard himself, the neighbor recalled. The neighbors never talked about politics or religion. Warner never gave any indication of any closely held ideology. I can tell you as far as politics, he never had any yard signs or flags in his window or anything like that. If he did have any political beliefs he kept, that was something he kept to himself. Schmott said while the RV had been parked outside the home for years, a couple weeks ago, Warner built a gate in the fence and drove the RV into his yard. To be honest, we didn't really pay any attention. It was gone until the FBI and ATF showed up, Schmott said. He and his wife watched the news Christmas morning as information began to unfold about the 2nd Avenue bombing. They saw the photos police released of the RV in question, and that night they noticed some cars driving up and down their street. It didn't begin to click that their neighbor may have been connected until Saturday when they looked outside to see a large group of law enforcement outside Warner's home. 
Holy cow, there's a SWAT team out there, Schmolt recalled his wife saying as she looked out the front door mid-morning Saturday. When Schmolt learned that whoever was in the RV appeared to have tried to avoid casualties, his mind went to Werner's devotion to his animals for so many years. Werner had dogs over the years, first two small shelties, and then a larger dog that he adopted, though the pets have since died. Schmolt said Werner took really good care of his dogs, even building a wheelchair ramp for them when they got older so the animals didn't have to use their use stairs to get inside the house. If it was him, he didn't want anybody hurt, Schmolt said. But if that's the case, what other message is there? If indeed it was him, I just... I don't know. They have to figure out some kind of motive. State business records show Anthony Warner registered the company Custom Alarms and Electronics, which specialized in producing burglar alarms. The company had an alarm license from November 1993 through November 1998. Court records show Warner was enmeshed in a family dispute when he transferred ownership of a second family home on Bakertown Road to himself about one month before his brother died in 2018. His mother filed a petition in February 2019 asking a judge to overturn the real estate transfer, arguing that Warner, who was his brother's power of attorney, acted in self-interest with the property transfer since it resulted in personal financial gain. The case was dismissed in October 2019 at the mother's request after the property was deeded back to her. The mother's attorney in the matter, Yancey Belcher, said the family had asked him not to speak to the media. Last month, court records show a quick-claim deed transferred to Warner's Bakertown Road residence from Warner to an individual with a Los Angeles address on November, 25, November 25th for $0. The Warner family has been in Nashville for decades, at least since 1961, according to newspaper archives. Anthony Warner, who went by the name Tony, was pictured in the Antioch High School during his sophomore and junior years in 1973 and 1974. AstraZeneca chief executive Pascal Soriet said on Sunday that the British pharmaceutical company's vaccine is believed to be effective against the new coronavirus strain detected in the UK. So far, we think the vaccine should remain effective, but we can't be sure. So we're going to test that, Soriot said, when asked how the vaccine could hold up against the new variant of the virus. The Associated Press report Soriot told the Sunday Times that researchers for AstraZeneca had discovered a winning formula to make its formula just as effective as Pfizer's or Moderna's, both of which have already been approved. The AstraZeneca vaccine is expected to be approved this week, the AP notes. We think we have figured out the winning formula and how to get efficacy that after two doses up there with everybody else, Soriot said. AstraZeneca's vaccine, developed in partnership with Oxford University, was not initially believed to be as effective as its American counterparts, with partial results suggesting it is 70% effective at preventing illness, the AP reports. This new strain of the virus has elicited alarm across the globe, with many countries limiting or banning travel from the UK. The variant is believed to be significantly more contagious than the pre-existing coronavirus strain, though it not be believed to be more deadly or cause more severe symptoms. Moderna said last week it also believed this vaccine could effectively protect people against the new strain. One key difference in AstraZeneca's vaccine is that unlike Moderna's and Pfizer's vaccines, it is not an mRNA vaccine. 
These vaccines teach immune systems how to create certain proteins that then trigger an immune response without introducing the actual virus into the body, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. AstraZeneca's vaccine uses a weakened version of the virus itself to teach the immune system how to fend it off. The UK was the first Western country to approve a coronavirus vaccine, granting Pfizer's vaccine approval. Early in December, as of December 24th, over 600,000 have been vaccinated in the UK, the AP reports. China's central bank said on Sunday it had asked the country's payments giant, Ant Group Co. Ltd. to shake up its lending and other consumer finance operations, the latest blow to its billionaire founder and controlling shareholder, Jack Ma. The People's Bank of China, PBOC, summoned Ant executives on Saturday and ordered them to formulate a rectification plan and implementation timetable for, of its business, including its credit, insurance, and wealth management services, the regulator said in a statement Sunday. The statement said that Ant Group lacked a sound governance mechanism, defied regulatory compliance requirements, and engaged in regulatory arbitrage. It also said that the company used its market position to exclude rivals and hurt the rights and interests of the, of the consumers. The meeting came after Chinese regulators last month halted Ant's record-breaking $37 billion initial public offering in Shanghai and Hong Kong over regulatory changes. And comes just days after China announced an anti-monopoly investigation of e-commerce giant Alibaba Group, which owns a 33% stake in Ant Group. The statement stopped short of calling for a breakup of Ant, yet pointed to a significant operational restructuring. Ant should set up a separate holding company to ensure capital adequacy and regulatory compliance. People's Bank of China, PBOC, Vice Governor Ping Gongsheng said, Ant should also be fully licensed to operate its personal credit business and be more transparent about its third-party payment transactions and not engage in unfair competition, Pan added. Ant said in the statement it would establish a rectification working group and fully implement regulatory requirements. Chinese regulators and Communist Party officials appear to have set about reigning in Ma's sprawling financial empire after he publicly criticized the country's regulatory system in October for stifling innovation. Ma was advised by the Chinese government to stay in the country. Bloomberg News has reported, citing a personal familiar with the matter. Ant owns Alipay, Alipay, one of the most popular payment apps in China, and also offers online financial services such as loans, investments, and credit scoring systems. Over a billion users use Alipay to pay for purchases both online and in stores, to send money to friends, and to pay bills. Alipay is accepted by shops in over 50 countries where it targets Chinese travelers. In the 12 months that ended in June, Ant reported that the company processed some 118 trillion won, which is $17 trillion worth of transactions. Alipay, together with its main rival, WeChat Pay, which is offered by WeChat, the country's dominant messaging app has transformed Chinese commerce in daily life. The platform has turned China into a largely cashless society and allowed the country to leapfrog straight to mobile payments using QR codes, circumventing debit and credit cards while Americans and Europeans still carry plastic cards and use billions of checks. Chinese users of these apps can do all sorts of transactions from within them, be it buying flight or train tickets, paying bills, 
ordering food or hailing a cab, among other things. In recent years, Ant has expanded beyond payments and into other financial services, including offering consumers quick loans as well as running one of the world's largest money market funds in a private credit rating system for its users. The company in 2019 entered the insurance market, creating a healthcare product called Zhuang Hubeo that allows people to pay a small monthly fee that is pulled to help cover treatment costs for members stricken by illnesses such as cancer and Alzheimer's. And that's pretty interesting. Ant's meteoric rise and dominant role in China's financial landscape has caught the attention of Chinese regulators who have tried to slow the pace of change. The current scrutiny of Ant Group and Alibaba comes as China closely examines the influence of the country's internet sector. Last month, China released draft regulations to clamp down on anti-competitive practices in the industry, such as signing exclusive agreements with merchants and the use of subsidies to squeeze out competitors. Alibaba and a company spun off by Tencent Holdings, LTD, were fined this month for failing to apply for official approval before proceeding with some acquisitions. Check out 40inbox.com to master your money, personal finance lessons and courses, and do you want to make money online? Learn the four steps to make money online in the description of this episode. Get a free stock worth up to $500 by joining Robinhood and linking a bank account. And automate your investing with acorns down in the description below.